Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Editor Knows Best. I am Katyra Poland. I am the CEO of Love for Words, which is an editing boutique for authors and editors. And I am also the creator and executive producer of Editor Knows Best. And we do have a special guest today. Uh, she's a speaker, teacher, mentor, life coach, and author. She is the prophetic founder of Walking in Greatness Ministries, and she resides in Dallas, Texas, with her husband and three children. And she is the author of From the Eyes of a Prophet. Today, we welcome Crystal Tolbert. Thank you so much for joining us today, Crystal. Thank you so much, Katyra. Thank you for this opportunity to be a part of your show. I am so excited to be on here today. So I just <laughs> want to tell you thank you for this wonderful opportunity. It's exciting to always to connect and especially with other uh, women that are inspiring businesses mm -hmm. and making things happen. So yeah. I just want to tell you thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. And thank you again for being our guest. We really appreciate it. So will you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and also about your book as well? Yes, my, my book is From the Eyes of a Prophet and it's Scribing Your Way to Destiny. And actually what my book was concerning is from a journey that God put me on. Um, it was something that he had to isolate me for. It, it stems from being to a place of wanting to get out of corporate America to go into being an entrepreneur and from daily writing and journals that I had to begin to write to myself to encourage me in days that I felt like, when is it going to be my time? Um, and that's why this is so passionate to me because I had to live out what I wrote but through the process of that, something amazing was birthed out. My book was birthed out. I had took a notion when I started journaling, I said, you know what, it's amazing. I said, I'm no longer going to write in other people's books and be fearful that I won't have success in mine. And I, I, I did that from a place of uh, fear, but however, I walked it out. And you got to seek God. You got to seek Write and believe. You kid, if we, we talk about the law of attractions, well, God has laws of attractions too. You know, you got to seek him first. You can't get blessings from God expecting him to do things for you when you won't take the time to seek him. Then you got to write it out. It's, it's the law of attraction, manifestation. So a man thinking, so is he. You can take spiritual with practical and you can make things happen. And so in the process of all of this, in the process, in, in the process of all of this, what happened was that I showed myself that what I was coaching people to do, God was allowing me to fulfill it in my life. I was still a pastor. I was still a mother. I was still a wife. And then I was still working. But in the process of me being obedient to just journaling out my thoughts, I was able to collaborate my thoughts with God's desires. And that's where the book came. So, you know, and, I, and, and I'll say this a little bit about myself is it's amazing because you get to see who I am in my book. You, I believe in being transparent. I think a lot of people that have a spiritual uh, walk and, and do church and things like that like to only show you one side. And I wanted people to know, yeah, it was days that I was crying. Yeah, it was days that this was not easy. I still had to be a mother. I have a six-year-old and I have an 18-year-old, but at the time she was a junior. My, my daughter was a junior. My son was in pre-K, um, trying to manage that and, and, and focusing and not losing you. 
And I think if we're going to get to a place with writing our, our book, it has to be intentional. The thoughts that you put in there, you know, and, and, and I said this, I said, I want to be my best client. Why would I want to read this book? Why would it interest mm -hmm. me? Those are the things that I thought about. And so this is me on that day where you said, you know what? I know they're on the platform and I know they're doing it now, but your day is going to come. So I would journal it out. I would journal it out. And I look back over those things. And sometimes you got to speak to yourself something that nobody else will ever speak to you. You got to do affirmations. That was something that I did. We have regular affirmations, but these prophetic affirmations that I have in my book are prayers that God gave me in the meantime. In the meantime of going from the exit to the platform, which I, whatever your platform may be, you know, if it's an exit to uh, starting an entrepreneurship business, or if it's starting to go out to do public speaking, whatever your exit is, you have to have a strategy. Those are the things that I talk about in my book. And, and I know in this day and time, we live in a quick microwave world. So therefore you can't keep too much for the readers. You got to keep them in, in interested in what you're saying. And that's what I did. I'll show you how to not just build legacy, but live in it. You can have legacy while we speak. That's why I love Beyonce. Beyonce is a prime example. Oprah Winfrey, you know, uh, Bill Gates, they are living in the legacy. Why do we have to wait to see why are we worth more when we're dead, when we put in all this hard work? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank no. you so much. You dropped a lot of nuggets there. I wrote them down because I want to come back to some of them. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So did you go the self-publishing route or did you go a traditional route for your book? I went the self-published route because what I did, I left my I left my job. I was God told me it was time for me to leave and I had a strategy. And so that's what I was doing. The first thing I had to do was complete my book. I could not make any more excuses. Mm -hmm. And so I self-published. And I wanted God to say, because here I am, I'm an entrepreneur. I wanted to save the money that I had as being self-published mm -hmm. where I could use that towards my book launching. I could use that towards my marketing materials. I could use that to pay someone to do graphics and stuff like that. And, and I'm glad that I did. The reason why I said that, because now I know what it takes. It's a lot. It's a lot, all type of numbers, all kind of stuff. You don't know nothing about that. I'm glad I know what to do if I ever had to be like that again. Right. However, I relaunched this year because I'm going for a different audience. And I was blessed to get J&S &J Communications. They rebranded it because it had great success. I sold over 200 books myself by self-publishing. The first time I did everything for the book, I had to do the layout, everything. And so God showed me, hey, you can do it. But when you're going to a next level or you want to go to a different audience, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And that's what I did. But it showed me that I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that made me feel good. Yeah. So I encourage I encourage you if if even if you have the money for any of your listeners, do it yourself the first time. 
at least you know, because there are people out there that will rip you off. Absolutely. And I had people, when I was beginning to ask uh, concerning my book, I would have people, oh, they were charging thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, how, by the time you make your profit, all of that is going back to what you have invested in. And I said, I just want to at least see my investment in my book. And God did that for me. And I was really proud of that. So sometimes you just got to see now I'm on your, on your show right now, being able to tell someone don't, don't wait because you don't have the finances to get somebody. Absolutely. Yes. If you do, I'm not knocking you if you don't either way, but I'm telling that person that's scared to say, you know what? I, I got to do all this. No, write it out. If you write it out, if you seek God, if you write and you believe, you're going to attract the people that is necessary for that time and that moment of your book. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up because um, also myself as an entrepreneur, I'm learning the lesson of delegation. Um, yes. There are things that I don't want to do in my business. Absolutely. There are things that are not my specialty that I don't need to do because I don't Absolutely. know how to because I'm not good at it. So yes. from me to the audience who are aspiring or current entrepreneurs, um, like Crystal said, make sure that you are delegating um, and that you're not trying to carry everything. And that's also related to what you said earlier. You said you were a mother, a business owner, an author, you yes. had a full-time job. So yes. um, I can also relate to that as well. I'm not a mother, but I have multiple businesses. I have a podcast. I have, you know, my you know, I have a lot going on too. So I think it's important that we pay attention to that as well. I mean, I appreciate you bringing that up. So have you, you, do you have any interest in doing traditional publishing at all? Because some of the clients I work with and some listeners always wonder which is better than the other um, or if there's a preferred. So do you have any experience traditional publishing? Are you looking to do that at some point? Well, um, the, the funny thing is, is that I read and I did my research on publishing and stuff like that. And what is amazing is that I still say for me personally, I'm glad I know what's out there because I know who is to trust and who is just there to get money off of you. Because I had I had a publishing company reach out to me. They wanted to purchase my book, but this didn't make sense. You want to pu publish my book and you're going to put up 18000 but I got to invest 7000 Why would I do that? And see, if I didn't study or reach out, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's a good deal. They right. were going to put my book up in um, Barnes and Nobles and all those kind of things. Well, well, putting up $7,000 for my first book, that's insane to me. I mean, I'm not, where's the investment? I'm, an, I'm a new entrepreneur. Why would I invest that? But when you don't know and, you, and you're too scared to delegate, you will just pick whatever's first, right. whatever comes to me. Okay, it, well, if you were interested in me, then that means somebody else will come along the way. And so those are things you got to pick your battles too. And All you got to right. know your, your value. I learned a lot with Amazon. Mm -hmm. I, I, I wanted to make money. Mm -hmm. off my book versus mm -hmm. being a bestseller. So I, I had strategic where who I went with, I went with book patch first because they gave you more money. I needed to make money to do book launches, to do marketing. So you learn those kind of things. But with publishing, when you have the right people Absolutely. to trust, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. why you cannot, I, I tell people don't have zeal. You can thrive, but don't don't be when you have zeal, you'll rush and you'll mm -hmm. go on based on what social media is showing you and you won't go and do your research. You got time. 
If you didn't wait this long to write your book, <laughs> you got time to do what's necessary so that you don't go into it. Nobody wants to go into bankrupt trying to write a book and people do it yes. by going through publish publishers. Yes. So just getting the right one. Yes. And I'm I know you brand you from knowing you too. Yes. And I know you shared that you did a lot of your own research. Um, so how did you yes. find or how did you search for your book designer? Um, you know, how did you find JNS Communications? What recommendations do you have for Absolutely. writers? This is what I what I'll tell you is that it's amazing. If you start get connected with people. Um, we got too many avenues now where they have inspiring groups on Facebook, you know, where you can, g I always say, if you want to be the best, follow the best. Go on YouTube. We got too much free information out there. They there are people that are not stingy that will share with you who to get to design your book, all those kind of things. And the thing that happened with me is because I was blessed because I was able to connect with, with, with JNS and I saw, I had already saw what they done. And I saw, when I saw it, I was able to go to, I actually went to a book launch too that was amazing, that connected. Most of the time it's other aspiring authors. When you go to book launches, people with like minds, network. Talk to people. Everybody is not stingy. Some people are, are full of knowledge and willing to help you. And you can't go into it thinking everybody's going to be stingy. And so that's one thing. And then let me tell you something. If you start Googling, you'd be surprised the, the information that clients will release out there to help people so that they won't go through the crazy stuff that they went through. Right. You're open. You know what I mean? But 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 start start having a plan. Start reaching out. What what do I need to do for my press kit, for my media kit? You gotta make this your baby. This and 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 just like you, okay, you might not be a parent, but you are a parent to your businesses. Those are your children. You gotta nurse those babies. You got to make sure that nobody will mishandle your businesses because at the end of the day, you are the mother to your businesses. Right. It's the same thing with your book. You're the mother or the father to your book. Are you going to let somebody mishandle it? You know, if this is your coming out, what if this book could catapult your life by just the branding? And I, I believe that you can ball on a budget mm -hmm. and be successful and nobody has to know it. Right. There are too many outlets out there. If you read, just read and start connecting with the right people. Ask God, once again, it goes back to seeking to find the strategies, to find the answers that you need. And everything, when you write out, you write it out and you believe in yourself, things will come to you. God will, God will allow the energy, the vibes of other people to be connected to you. Well, it'll open up doors. It'll open up podcasts, opportunities, radio, um, marketing. Those things come to you when you're ready. So you got to make sure you can handle it. So you, you don't, I'm not going to come on your show not prepared. Right. I needed to know what I'm going to talk about, even if I didn't know. That means I study. We got to study what we're, our product. It, 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 some people are great at writing, but everybody is not great at being a publisher. People think just because they're an author that they're a publisher and it's different because your branding now in this day and time in 2020, your branding, you could have an amazing book, but if your branding is not right, or if you're writing even the name of your book, it could stop people. It could limit you 
for just a certain audience. Yes, I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for, for sharing that um, wealth of Thank information. You. So I know that you said you journal and that mm-hmm. um, allowed you to start, you know, preparing to write your book and that was very yes. helpful for you. So, but it's what are some of the things that, <laughs> yes, what are some of the things that you consider your writing kryptonite or challenges for you when it comes to writing? For me, that's my kryptonite. That's my therapeutic. Um, when I don't write, I feel block. Like that's my creativity. That's that's who I am. I'm a Sagittarius and I am, we are free people. We, we're spontaneous. And so some things I know that I, I'm not able to do in a certain period of time because I'm overwhelmed, it's mandatory that I write. If, and I find myself, if I can't even journal it down, I have to text it to myself. Mm-hmm. I might, that's just something I need because we, if you're a thinker, you're always thinking, and I don't want to miss things. And I learned that years ago that you can have so many ideas in your head. You got to put them down. You got to release some of that so more creativity is there. And I know I have to make sure that I'm in the right setting to journal. I love being by the water. I love to listen to um, neo soul or smooth smooth mm-hmm. jazz. I, I like to have my my time. Um, you know, some people love to dance. Some people mm-hmm. love art. They exercise. That's mine. And so when I don't, when I'm not able to journal, I'm not free. It's like I'm blocked. It's hard for me um, to really um, express myself without journaling out my thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, during the quarantine, I was so busy um, at the first part of COVID-19 quarantine. I, for the first month, I didn't get to journal like I used to. And it was a part of me that was just suffocating. Um, there's a freedom in your words. Even if nobody else ever see them, that the only people that love, like I love poetry. I love spoken word. I love the sound of words and how words can, one word can, can change your whole life into believing in something you were never aware of by one word, by one quote, you know, that will stick with you for a lifetime. And so I know that's what God gave me. That's my gift is to bring words to life, to even for me, when I see them on paper, it's my reminder, girl, get up, Mm -hmm. get your lipstick out, Mm -hmm. get up, make this day happen. Even if it's tears in your eyes, even though you're frustrated, get up, journal. Do it for you. Mm-hmm. Write out your words. That's how I, I you know, um, like Mary Jane, I don't know if you ever watched the show, yes. you know, but I love how she would put her notes on the mirror. Mm-hmm. Your notes, you begin to see it, you begin to attract it. And that's power in your words. And people always say that. So we, for me, that's my, that's, that's, that's my kryptonite. Okay. And yes. a lot of ideas come from journaling. A lot yeah. of books come from journaling. For sure. You know, yes, yes. business proposals have been created through journaling, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, amazing ideas for mm-hmm. after the pandemic have been created through our journals. Some of us have had a chance to journal more now um, than we have in a long time. Why? Because we are there's healing in isolation. So it's healing in your words. There's healing for me. I had some things that really happened in my life 
that I couldn't tell anybody. And I had to journal those things out to get out the pain. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you don't have, you don't, you can't go to a counselor, you can't go to an advisor or something. But if you journal it out, it's, it's therapeutic for the soul, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I also journal uh, myself. I haven't recently, but I, I do have journals. So I, I agree with that. So you mentioned having a block several times in regards to not being able to journal. Mm -hmm. So do you believe in writer's block? Absolutely. I absolutely believe it because if you are a create, creative being, there are certain things in your life that could cause you to be so busy where you, you're overwhelmed. And most people that are artists, spoken word, you know, writing like that, even with poetry, when you have certain things going on or if you have distractions, it's hard for your words. You know, you have to have the space for that. And that's why, too, I tell people, you need to make sure that you set your time so that you can actually write from a healthy place because your words will not flow when you got block going on. That's why sometimes you can notice, I don't know if you've ever experienced this because you are author and because you have journal, you know, when, when, you're, when your mood is upset and frustrated, it's like, oh, yeah. oh God, right. you can't even journal. It's like <laughs> frustrating. Or you have to make sure that you isolate yourself for a couple of minutes just to get your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you'll get a glass of wine and listen to some Jill Scott or whatever mm -hmm. to get your mind to get back together its thoughts. And so you're going to have block. And some people, it's longer than that. I mean, if you've had a dramatic uh, situation in your life that has taken you off the loop, mm -hmm. it's very hard sometimes to, to gather thoughts to even write. Maybe your pain. And, and some, some books, some of the greatest books are writing from your pain. You know, but it, it, it is your, your, your time, your time in writing has to be free. You can't do it in a rush. You can't do it because you, the creativity that God has placed in you will not be seen at its fullest when you're uneasy and you're just writing out of obligation. That's a great word. Most time when you have writer's block, you're writing out of obligation. So you're using your gift because you're gifted to write, but you're not using your creativity. And there's a difference. Right. So it sounds like you would recommend that writers step away from the writing if they're Absolutely. facing writer's block. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, because, we have lists. Uh, yeah, because, you, because when you do it out of obligation and mandatory like that, unless you're using your gift, and I would suggest this, if you know that you've struggled in, in writer's block at time, use all pieces to fulfill what you need to do, if you need to do that. That would be better, because at least you'll be write, writing from your creative side versus for your obligated side. Because right. most of us got literature and stuff we got for years. We can go back and look at something we wrote 10, 15 years ago and use what was dormant for this season right now. You always have a backup plan. It's the same way with artists that sing. Mm -hmm. A lot of the music that they have, that music, they had that for years. And we think it's fresh when they wrote it 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, yes. You know? Yes. So um, who are some of the writers or authors who inspire you to write or that you really enjoy? You know what? I don't have any 
one that inspires me to write. Okay. But my favorite author is Zane. Okay. I love Zane. I love Zane because I would have never, I was like 24 years old when I first read her first book. And I was like, this woman was a nurse. Mm-hmm. I, she was nothing like her books. Mm-hmm. So that is, it excited me that she had all this creativity in her head. Like, you know, like, this is amazing. Um, I, I love her writing. I love that she can fulfill fantasies or things that play in her mind. Nobody would have ever expect when you meet a lot of the authors. Um, because I love to write, none of them have inspired me, well known, but that I love Zane books. I absolutely love Zane books because it's amazing. Even when you listen to her and when she um, interviews, you're like, this woman wrote that? <laughs> yeah. she, she, she locks you in mm-hmm. and, and you feel like you're there. And so I admire her. I admire her. I, I'm, my, my writing is not because of her, but I love Zane as an author. Awesome. If that makes sense for me, I don't yes. have anybody that inspired me too, because mm-hmm. it's, it's what I've always loved to do. Okay. I've been yeah. writing poetry and stuff like that since I was a kid. But I that love Zane. Zane favorite author. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Thank you so much for sharing. I know she has uh, millions of, of fans, so I'm glad that you're one of them and that you enjoy her work. That's Thank awesome you. to hear. So I know that you spoke a little bit about all of the time and effort and work you put into um, mm-hmm. marketing your book. Do you have recommendations for authors who are confused about that or need advice on how to successfully market their book? I would suggest reach out to someone and i go back to what we were saying get connected in the in in the entrepreneur uh for authors um these groups they have free information on this and then and that's the thing the good thing about it no 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 question is stupid you amongst your tribe you amongst other people that are doing they either have already done it or they're doing it now so you're helping somebody else out and you feel safe it's not like you're just going into going on social media asking you know i would i would tell anybody because a lot of the questions that we have is right in those in those in those typical groups and they're good groups i have um i have joined and connected with some amazing individuals that want to give you the information that will give you step by step to have a successful book launch, a successful marketing, and things that you they will tell you that. And so, to me, being honest, that's a free way that you don't have to spend money where you can be connected to people, where you can, you know, that you can really excel on what you want to do just by having the information. Because once you get into the groups, the, the, the groups that are for authors, you know, entrepreneurs, it's a lot of information that'll start being, you know, kind of released once somebody asks ask a question. Then probably somebody in there, they're going to ask you, hey, hey, reach out to me. I can help you one-on-one. That's how you build connections the right way. With no, with no motives, no malice. People just want to help you. It's that's how we pay it forward, you know. And um, I believe in that. I believe what you make happen for other people, God will make it happen for you. Yeah. And this is your yeah. time to receive the, uh, 
reap the benefits that you have helped. It might not have been um, for us, like what you're doing in your book, but you might have helped somebody in another way. And all those seeds that you planted, they're going to come up and harvest in you being helped with what you're doing because God put purpose in you to write this book. You know, he put the purpose in you to birth it out. He's going to, he's going to send the people. Don't be, a lot of us, we be so scared. Mm. We're so timid. We're so scared to ask and it's right there. So, you know, and then again, go on YouTube. We could get our doctor's degrees on the information that's provided on YouTube. <laughs> Some of it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not saying do that. Mm -hmm. but I'm just I'm being <laughs> when I say there's a there's so much information on yes. there. You know yes. what I mean? To get yes. you you have no excuses but yes. to win now. That's for all of us. Yes. Was a book launch a part of your marketing? Did you have a book launch? Yes, I did. Okay. I had um I did do a book launch and it was it was to me it was like my coming out mm -hmm. um because it it gave people um some of the people that didn't know me personally it gave them a, a opportunity to see me pass a pulpit or pass what they see in that perspective and got to see me mm -hmm. uh, we had the bongos you know i had spoken word uh, going on i had different so i it was an expression of who i am we had a little bit of uh love jones going on with the vibe because i want people's minds to be open because when you're looking from a prophetic eyes we see things different prophetic people see things different and prophetic people are in not just in you know in church they're in the film industry they're in music you know they're in the arts and and different things so i wanted to give people uh, awakening before um they even some of them be before they even wrote the book because i released my book a month before the book launch Okay. And I did my marketing because you always got to think smart, you know, prepare people, get some revenue, get some sales. So that way, when you have to hire people to be a part of your book launch, to pay for your food, to do all and, and, and the vendors and all that stuff, you have something, you already have something in place. You don't want all your money and your sales from the book launch to go to who you have invited, who you have paid to work with. You have to think smart you know yes, yeah. so that was that was a good way i would you know people are so worried oh i gotta get my book launched no you you can you can you can wait if your book you you go on and get some book and then it, it also helps you to sell the book even greater because now you got people you can use and the audience can tell oh yes hey i've already I had some people because they had already bought the book and they enjoyed it they wanted to be a part of the book launch to bring their friends it works out for you it, it gives you people that you don't even know that want to even purchase your book. Yeah, that's awesome. I had my first book launch in March. Um, I oh, wrote my first book. Thank you. I wrote my first book in 2017, but I didn't have a book signing. Um, but I was able to do that in March and it was very exciting. Just like you said, it, it, it's kind of like you're coming out. Lots of yes. you know, family and friends and colleagues yes. who you don't think are going to show up actually show up. And then sometimes right. who you expect to be there um, aren't there, but you know, that comes with the territory. But yes, Absolutely. I would also recommend that you have a book launch if you are um, an author as well. Um, and just prepare and make sure that you're, you know, leading up to it, promoting yes. it and things like that. 
So that is awesome. So I know that you had a very positive experience with self-publishing and you recommend that to authors. So one part of that, of course, is editing. So as an editor, I always like to know, uh, what was your experience with that? Did you self-edit? Did you work with an edit editor? And um, no. how was that for you? I actually worked with the editor and I got this information that was so funny. Um, one of my dear friends said, you always want to, if you're going to self-publish, um, you always want to get a good teacher, someone that did like English mm -hmm. or did reading. Mm -hmm. And so one of, um, I actually paid one of my good friends mm -hmm. and she has a doctorate degree as she was right at, she was actually editing my book. She actually was working on her doctoral and I paid her because I was like, I know she plus her major and I knew what she did and I knew she would make sure that it would be right mm -hmm. and I'm glad I did that now look now I'm sorry you need other eyes mm -hmm. I don't care even if you are a professor whoever you are because sometimes when you're looking at your words for so long it, that you'll get crisscross on them you need another set of eyes. I, I remember that when, even when I would have um, like my aunt or uncle uh, check over my, my uh, just paragraphs or stuff when I was a kid and in school because you could miss something. And I know we have now where you can do word check, but even word check will sometimes miss words. Right. So it's important. Now you need to invest in someone editing your book because there's nothing like having someone reach out to you oh my god that's incorrect you don't want to be embarrassed like that right. you invested all this on your cover and your brand and then your words are messed up right right absolutely I'm glad that you touched on that um, I do um, when I am meeting with or speaking to potential clients um, there's you know, a lot of times there's a question of, you know, cost. Editing is not the cheapest part of the publishing process. So we have well, a lot not, of authors it's and writers. It's an investment. Yeah, who um, yes. want to skip it. You know, they can't afford it. They're not willing to pay that much. But like you said, it's very important. The last thing you want is to have an awesome story be ruined because your periods are not where they're supposed to be or you have misspellings or punctuation or um the plot is out of order so yes um, i'm glad to hear authors say that so people you know as an editor i'm biased of course but it's always you, that's a mandatory <laughs> to me it's I'm, I'm serious because i think of it like either you're gonna pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later right. when you don't get any book sales, when you don't get anything, because word of mouth like that is nothing like you think you've arrived at whoever it may be. And people are telling people how messed up your book is. Yes. You owe that investment. It, to me, having an editor is a good investment in order to have success mm -hmm. in your book. It's not just about um, being a bestseller. It's about mm -hmm. your product being right and the mm -hmm. manuscript in order and flowing. Mm -hmm. You know, this is your name. And I tell anybody, if you don't have the money, if you don't have the money to get an editor, let me tell you something. Go back to one of your teachers. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse for that. Get somebody right. that it, there is somebody in your field. And, and I'm sorry. I must say this, and not because you are an editor, mm -hmm. but on behalf of editors. Editors deserve it, whatever price mm -hmm. they're worth it, because that is that that is what makes your book. 
the reading, the words. Nobody wants to buy a book that they don't understand and it's confusing. Right. It's all over the place. Right. And so I would not, I don't care about being a self-publisher. I, that's a mandatory for me. I, even mm-hmm. if I had to invest in using my credit card, mm-hmm. that's a part, your book and your product, the editor is a main part, the main key to see success in your book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that. I know our listeners, we have some aspiring authors and current authors who have questions about editing. So thank you for clarifying that and, and recommending that. It is definitely important. So we have heard so much about your writing and your book. Um, I would love to learn more about your business, what inspired you to start that and what, you know, what your, um, what your specialty is in your business. Well, you know what? I am. Um, I'm a certified uh, life coach, transition coach, transformation coach, excuse me. But transformation coach, we transition people into living their best lives. And what what really did it is because I have been I was a motivational speaker for years. I've been pastoring for years and many people need something to inspire them. And what I created through through mentoring people for years and and actually really listening to the needs of people many people suffer from rejection even though they have success and so i thought it was very important that we get to the source of why you have not been fulfilling your purpose and that's why i actually i created a uh four-week enrichment program that i'm launching on june 8th uh to for people and women especially that are struggling with their identity, even being successful business owners, being successful um, in, in, in church, in corporate America, they have rised up, but yet they're broken, yet they're still dealing with insecurity, yet they're still maybe in purpose, but not living through the purpose based on insecurity, not feeling like they have to downplay who they are. And I think the thing is for me, whatever I, I coach, teach, train, it has to come from me. I, can't, I have to be transparent in it. I was that woman. So I don't believe that you can teach on something that you've never lived through. I had to learn to celebrate me and, and, and be okay with if nobody else understood it. I had to fulfill my purpose. And so that's what I do. I, I coach people to live and who they're called to be, live in a freedom life, unapologetic. We get life one time. And so for any woman uh, um, that is listening that might be interested in it, they can go to my website and I'm going to give them the, the tools to not just have a moment. Many, many, many times when we're doing curriculum and we're doing conferences and all this kind of stuff, we feel good for the moment. But then when we get back to our reality, what's next? How are you using those tools? Because you're only working on a little bit but you're not dealing with the seed that is causing all of this self-doubt, all the insecurity and things like that. And so that's why I am, that's why I do what I do. And I'm, I'm honored to do that because I've seen success. I've had clients that have talked about, that have given, had no problem sharing their testimonials of how they have been from one place catapulted to the other place. And I, I'm, I am a, a a person, I'm optimistic that if you give the right tools, those that need it, they're gonna, their lives are gonna be changed. Because like I said earlier, it's about the words that you need to validate who you are. Sometimes you need a reminder of those things to catapult you into your rightful place of purpose. 
Awesome, awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, so who's your target market for your business? My target market is for women that are uh, really leaders, even if they're not operating in leadership, but they're called to leadership because you know when you're a leader, even when you're a servant. Mm -hmm. It is, you know who you are. We all have to serve. In order to be great leaders, you have to serve because if you don't know how to serve, you won't have compassion when it's your time. And I believe, I always knew I was a leader. Even when I had to be a follower, you have to know when your time and place is. And mine is actually, this crazy because my, my audience, my target audience is for women the ages between 25 to 60. That is that have the career-wise, they got it together. But when they go home and they take off whatever it is to make them look good and they deal with themselves, they have the insecurity and they don't know if they're really in purpose because they don't even know how to celebrate where they are and their accomplishments. That's me. Or the woman that knows they're called to be a leader, but don't have, even though they have the credentials, but don't have the confidence. Those, those are the women that I target. The woman that looks good, got it together, or knows the life that they want, but don't know how to fulfill it in their own purpose. So is that the same target market for your book as well? You know what? No. Okay. My book, let me tell you why, because my book is more um, diverse, uh, because it's more for the person that does not fit in the typical church. Okay. It, 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 for the person that, uh, because you don't look like what you traditionally seen, the out of the box prophetic voice, that's who it's for. It's for the person that they know that there's something different with them. They might not know that they're a prophet, but they know that there is a mystery to them. They've never fit in. They were peculiar. So some of the women that are connected with what, you know, for it's like with my coaching would be from the eyes of a prophet, would be those women, but it's a little bit different because the, the book is more abroad. I've had men that have read the book and have been inspired. Um, I had a couple, I had two couples, they watched their lives change. They're living, they, they have, both of them have the cars they want now. They also have the house that they want. They begin to pray and use the affirmations, the prophetic affirmations in the book. And I go in detail to know for that person that don't know, well, maybe, am I a prophet? Hmm. Maybe I'm curious. Maybe I am. It makes them hunger to see. Maybe you are a very creative, uh, prophetic being. So it's, 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 it's for, it, matter of fact, Anybody from the age of 15 on up can read it and get inside. I've had teenagers that have been inspired to write out their dreams and start doing businesses from it. Uh, testimonials from that. So it's not just for just one type of all. And, it, and also it's for the non-believers too. I made it diverse because I didn't want to limit myself because that's why from the eyes of the prophet, you see things different. They're looking one way, but a prophetic being sees things so much more intentional and they see more insight on it and want to know more. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure we have listeners who will be very much interested in your journal and also your business. So thank you for giving us that background. Is there thank any um, final words that you would like to share with aspiring authors and writers um, to encourage them? I want to encourage them that this is the best time um, for, for any of you 
I know my, you might not have the money right now and you've been holding off, but I'm telling you, you bring, you bring things into attraction to you by taking the initial. You might not have the money today. I had a situation that happened for a friend of mine today. She was saying, oh, I don't have the money uh, to get my web. And I said, I just believe that God is going to bring the money. That was like around 11 o'clock today. And at four, she was texting me to let me know she was selling an extra refrigerator so she can get her website up. See, we got to put it out in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't be discouraged. I didn't know how I was going to start in the beginning, but I remember I just started writing out my thoughts. And the more that I would write it out, the more things became to align for me. So anyone that's feeling defeated because they feel like, well, I might have $2 in my bank account, or I can't invest in that right now. If you would do the work and believe, God's going to bring the necessary of what you need in your resources. Just work the plan. Work it as, as where you have right now. And you watch it fall into place. The more you write out what God has put in you, the more you're going to attract somebody. You don't know. You might not even need it. Somebody might say, you know what? Hey, aren't you a writer? I, I would like to sponsor you. You'd be surprised what you bring and attract to yourself when you take the initial to not allow what you don't have to limit you from doing what you're called to do. Mm. And I want to challenge every, every writer, every author, um, inspiring author. And, and even if you, even if you failed the last time, some people get stuck. Maybe you might not have seen success this time. You know what to, what it takes to have success that you didn't know. Don't let that limit you from not seeing success this time. Get back in there, do it this time and do it from a place that you're going to see it and you'll have everything that you need. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. You can do it. I believe in you. We have no excuse right now. Everybody is starting at the same place. Now it, you got to do things from your creative place anyway, because we have been in quarantine. So nobody is better than anybody. And this is the best time to, to put out what, what you have. And even you can start blogging. You might not have the, um, everything to write, you know, your book. Don't, don't limit yourself. You might do an ebook. You know, but get your material on paper or type in it. However you may do, don't allow your no to make you miss out on God's yes for you. Mm, thank you so much. Oh, thank thank you. you so much. That was very powerful and inspirational. Thank you for that. Those words of encouragement, not just from mm -hmm. listeners, but also for myself. So thank oh, you. Tara, thank you. You're so nice and so thank pleasant. You. I appreciate you. Thank, thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. And how can our listeners keep in touch with you? Uh, you can reach me on my website at www.crystaltolbert.com. All of my uh, social uh, information is actually on my website. So if you need to find me on Facebook, if you need to find me on, on Twitter or Instagram, um, all of the information is on there. And for any of the listeners that are actually interested in, um, you know, the program, the four-week program, it talks about it in detail on my website for the group coaching. And I, you know, any questions that I can answer, I'll be more than happy to do that. Thank you again so much, Crystal. It has been a pleasure. I'm talking with you, learning more about you, your business, and also your book. Thank you for dropping so many gems. Um, I wish you continued success and blessings. And thank you to everyone for listening to Editor Knows Best. The show airs every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, anchor.fm slash editor knows best. Thanks again, everyone. Be safe and be well.